Welcome to the One Life and Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morris. Today, I have a very, very special guest in the house. I was actually on her podcast. Um, welcome, Harley Quinn Smith. Hi. Your name is so awesome. You have such a badass name, first of all. Thank you so much. It's such a powerful name. It was cool. It was cool for a lot of my life, but uh, <laughs> is it cool still? It's not cool anymore. Once, once Suicide Squad came out, everybody thought I was lying about my oh, name shit. and that it, I, I was just going by Harley Quinn for for the fuck of it. But I just thought about that. Yeah, it's it's gotten um, so we can change it less cool. I mean, HQ? I guess maybe it just HQ. HQ's hard. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is honestly, it is. <laughs> I just thought about that. Yeah, like the the dolls and then. Halloween costumes. Oh, I get tagged in so m- I untag myself <laughs> from so many photos each day. I cannot even tell you. Wow. From so many like photos of people in a Harley Quinn Halloween costume. So before that movie it was fine. <laughs> oh, before that movie it was dope and nobody knew what it was. Nobody knew who Harley Quinn was and it just sounded mm. like a cool name and then Suicide Squad came out and it really Which really uh, wasn't a good movie to be honest i'm just gonna keep it 100 here it, uh, that was hard to watch that was a weird one the second one's pretty sick yeah really yeah, yeah i'm yeah. a i'm a huge uh james gunn fan so okay. i is he the director of the second one yeah he yes yes he he directed the second what one. else did you do a tv show too uh james gunn is responsible for all of the guardians of the galaxy movies okay. um he also wrote the live action scooby-doo movies two okay. of my most favorite films of all time what? <laughs> yeah. are you serious oh absolutely <laughs> wow scooby-doo okay the live action though I mean, and the cartoon, obviously. Okay. Wow. So you were born in 1999, which is crazy because it's one of my favorite Prince songs. Oh, um, plus, God. I was, I was in, this, in New York just living. It's just crazy when you meet somebody from different generations, but they're all, you're connected by, obviously, you're in rice and the vegan stuff you do and music and all that stuff. It's cool. Um, Yay. And so, <laughs> I got so much to talk to you. I'm trying to where to start. So Red Bank, New Jersey, which I'd never been. I've been everywhere in New Jersey, but I've never been to Red Bank. Like how far mm. is that from the city? Um, I could not tell you if I tried. <laughs> um, I did just spend a month in Red Bank recently, um, which is probably the longest I have been there since I was born. Wow! And lived there for like I lived there for two the first two maybe one and a half years of my life. Okay. And then, uh, um, and I go back and, and visit um, and have family there and stuff. Yeah. But I was recently there for a month, which is was it weird really going weird. back? Like, it's weird. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty bizarre. Um, every time I go, my, my father wants to bring me to all the places <laughs> that he uh, grew up, frequented, grew up, and I've, he but he does it every time so uh, but i play along because it makes him happy yeah so, like i've know. seen this a hundred times it's all good i'm like i already know this is where you grew <laughs> up but thank you <laughs> and, and so you still have friends that still live there uh he does yeah not you yeah not so much me mm. um except for the for the fam but uh yeah 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 that's pretty much it so how long did you live there for you did you go to school there i did not i i went to all of my school out here in los angeles okay. Yes. So how were we? How old were we when we moved here? I think it was like one and a half or two. Oh, okay. You've been in most of your life. Okay. okay. Yeah. For a long ass time, I okay. have been in Los <laughs> Angeles, and I never want to leave. <laughs> yeah, LA's the best. Um, I don't miss the winters on the East Coast. I like visiting for a couple of days, but then I'm just like, nah, get me out of here. Yeah. Right. I just, I, it's just the best here. Yeah. So you, so you kind of born. So did you go to regular school out here, or did you go like to, were you like homeschool? Like how was that? 
I went to um, I went to a really super tiny, cute uh, little school called the Hollywood Little Red Schoolhouse. I know that. Um, I've heard of that. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. I know some friends or kids went there. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, okay. only like local parents would ever know what that <laughs> is. But um, yeah, that place was super sick. Um, That's cool. I loved it. It was so tiny. There were like twelve people in my grade. Wow. I, I went there from pre-k to fifth grade and then okay. after that i went to an all-girls college preparatory school which was the absolute worst um yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't seem like a person would like that yeah no i did, I w- did not <laughs> at all i really didn't <laughs> did you did you do good in school were you focused um i was really focused on getting, getting out, out. <laughs> ah, i was so focused on getting <laughs> out and really just like try to just get on by yeah you know mm-hmm. um <laughs> i didn't want to go to college so i wasn't super that wasn't uh, it, my school wasn't super pleased about that yeah. so i was just trying to get by you know yeah did you did you want to act at all i did yeah okay. i i um, you were in movies like as a baby like super early yeah i didn't want to act then yeah um that was just a thing that uh was forced upon me (laughs) but that i only wanted to start acting um in high school once i my dad put me in a scene in uh this very interesting and strange movie that he made called tusk and um he put me in a little scene to play a uh a convenience store clerk and interesting he yep (laughs) and uh after that i i was like everything before that was just for shits and giggles for my family but totally after that i was like oh shit this is really fun and i yeah in love with this how old were you then I think I was like 14 or 15. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. And I really wanted to start acting, but my school, I, I like couldn't leave to go audition and stuff. So I didn't really get to start acting until I got out. Until you got out. Which is why I was really, really focused on, on just getting, getting out. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, um, were you like outgoing person and stuff in school? You have a lot of friends and... I uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was definitely um, more of a loser in high school. Okay um there weren't a lot of people who were into like the emo shit i was into mm. at the time so my chemical romance absolutely that's my Ooh, that's my, my voice. life <laughs> <laughs> we can't be in here what is this uh, whiskey business um yeah my cam great band great humans man oh i absolutely shout out to all of them frankie mikey gerard they were Good my peeps. life. I had a picture of Gerard above my bed, like a picture of God. Wow. <laughs> like it was no joke. <laughs> so th- was that the music you were into right right away? You e- connected with? Yes, that was. I, I went through a super emo phase, and I was super into my cam. And, but that what also... I w- well, then I started getting into like Green Day and more yeah. of that, which is we had to take you back Sunday and the used and the used, yes, the used. We went on tour with them a bunch, great uh, guys. I love the used. They did a song. They did a cover of Under Pressure with My Chemical Romance. Yeah, they did. And that, that was like a dream for you. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> couldn't ask for more. <laughs> what are some other AFI? You remember them back then? I do. Yes, I do. Okay, okay. Um, Blink One Eighty Two. Of course. Um, is it what's what's um alkaline trio no his other band boxcar racer no angels uh, angels and airways that one yeah 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 that one shout out to angels and airways too yes. my friend dave's in the band they just played it this week and i almost went i didn't go and he's another band mm. i was into um you know big dave kennedy max 
I'm not going to acknowledge you. Um, <laughs> so what kind of music were you listening to before you found emo? Before I found emo, um, mostly like a lot of what my parents were into, uh, which is still what I'm, I has had a huge impact on me. Yeah. Like they would play, uh, they would play Hole and Liz Fair wow. and Alanis Morissette. And so Great. a ton of stuff like that, a ton of prints. Um, so all that is for sure it's still like my heart. Yeah, my that's soul. amazing. Princes, that's awesome. Uh, and yeah. Hole too, like. Live through this, right? Yes, Hole is my favorite band of all time. Okay. Um, and I have an affinity for Courtney Love. Like okay. I love, I just I she's a badass. Am, she's my whole world. Um, wow. Did you ever get to meet her? I've never met her. She's a big listener to the pod. I'm just kidding. Oh my god! Did you like Celebrity Skin? That was a hard one for me to digest. I that was what my parents always played. They didn't pl- okay. play Live Through This. They okay. played. I've I like found that after. So that was your first exposure. Okay, I, I got you. Celebrity Skin was like my my first in Malibu. Y- yes. Yeah, that was a big single. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So if you heard the other ones first, like the Seven Inch, and then Live Through This, when you heard that one, that was more of like. I was more like uh, I don't want to say clean or more radio friendly. I guess it was more. Yes, it was. I mean, and live through. Uh, she she screams a little bit. She on does celebrity skin, but yeah. um, live through this is just like and the album before that, um, pretty on the inside. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when she's just straight screaming, that sh- that's like the shit that feeds my soul. Okay. <laughs> so I li- I love that. Yeah, incre- incredible voice. Just an absolutely out of this world voice. What she can do. So did you, um, wanted your music too early on too? Yes, I wanted to. I started playing bass because of gerard way of my chemical romances wife Lindsay way who is in a band called mindless self-indulgence who i was also into at the time um i i saw footage of her playing bass while doing a back bend and i thought it was the sickest thing i've ever seen so sick yeah and i just wanted to be exactly like her um (laughs) so i started playing bass because of her when i was like 13 14 or something like that that's cool and then what was like one of your first live like punk or emo shows um oh i i saw uh, so let's see going back what did you go to shows your your parents do before that i would uh, not too many i really started going to shows when i was in my emo phase okay i (laughs) but my parents did and it was like the best truly just the absolute still is one of the best moments of my life um they got tickets to go to this festival in new jersey called bamboozle i know that festival yeah bamboozle we played it before really yeah Mm -hmm. it was like it was a west coast version too oh really yes bamboozle yeah it was i'm 22 oh if you're going to be in the podcast, I should have talked to the microphone, Max. We're having a serious conversation. Wait, wait, we're really talking about I it. asked how old she was. I know, but Max, there's a mic right here, man. <laughs> but just chill out and relax because you look really like sunburned. You, you look really sunburned <laughs> and like shot, but I love you. <laughs> okay, so we'll go back to this moment. Really sunburned and shot. <laughs> That's back. hilarious. Um, <laughs> what was the moment you're talking about? My Chemical Romance was headlining right. this bamboozle, and it ended up what 
I believe was perhaps the last show that they played before Ooh. they broke up. Uh, but I am not positive if that is the truth or not, but okay. I would like to think so. And, uh, we, uh, we watched from backstage and it was the absolute, life changing. it changed. It truly did change my life. That's cool, um, man. the Foo Fighters played after, and I was like standing on an amp watching the Foo Fighters. It was just the fucking it's best magical. time of my life. It was absolutely magical. Innocent Jersey. That really brought it back. <laughs> to, uh, it, was a, it was a full circle moment. <laughs> uh, we did the warp tour with Mike Ken when they were just on the verge of. So we had a, we, I had a band called Hazen Street with Dave Kennedy from Angels and Airwaves and Chad from Newfound Glory and Good Charlotte signed us to the label and we both got produced by the same producer. Um, Mike Ken was right before us or after the same producer. Obviously, they went and we went. But um, no, I know what I was, it, it was a, it was like a side thing. But um. We did a warp tour together, and Gerard and those guys would watch us every day, whether nobody was watching us or not, because the warp tour was kind of grueling. But mm. the My Cam Boys always came out and supported my group Hazen Street on the warp tour. It was so so cool, and they grew up on punk rock as well. And when they blew up I, after the warp tour, I really didn't see them for a long time. When they just went, Shh. I was just wow. so happy for them because it was like humble, nice kids, man. They really talented. Oh, I just love them, and you still love them. I, I still, yes, yeah. I am such an insane fan of Gerard. Wow. Like I, I mean, in Umbrella Academy, I read as a comic, uh, I read the comic before the show was made and okay. I was, I was a such fan of that and yeah. the show was made and it was just absolutely fantastic. It's cool. It's pretty genius. You might help me. Well, I'm already talking to Frankie and uh, Mikey about getting Gerard on the pod and that'd be so sick. So oh my God. I'm putting it out to the atmosphere <sighs> now. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> I also sent Frankie Liquid Death too. He loves. He's always yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Jersey too. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, aren't mm -hmm. they? I mean, I haven't thought about it for a minute, but aren't they all from Jersey? They maybe? are from Jersey. Yeah. So that's another thing. They're from your, where you were born. That's so cool. That's so wild. So okay, so you're into emo. You're not playing music. You start playing bass, mm -hmm. and then you're doing some acting as well. Like when you're out of school, is this you still in school or no? right now no during that when you found emo oh, when and I found that, bass. Yeah. yeah 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 uh i was like now absolutely not um <laughs> uh, but at the time yeah i was in school nobody else really liked what the type of stuff i was into did so you have black hair and you dress all indeed yes okay. so i dyed I my hair black i um got black curtains like i was writing on my walls with sharpie um wow. like band <laughs> like song lyrics <laughs> and shit it's um, so cool i had like i <laughs> yeah i had all sorts of fucking posters up like misfits and iron maiden yeah. and all low new jersey man misfits yeah i went to a misfits concert when i at during this time a show I'm what in. year was, what year would that be was it with a different singer Yes, because we toured with them on a big tour back then. I don't know what year you might have saw them. I I can't say the year, but it was a different singer. Okay, and you were young. Yeah, you, okay, okay. I was. It was a minute ago. I was like okay around ten years ago. Okay, got you. It was that. That was I was like thirteen or something, and like it's so crazy, it, man. it was why. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was <laughs> a weird time, but it was honestly really fun. <laughs> yeah. So no. So you're playing bass. You're in grin school, mm -hmm. and then like. When you get out, what like what is your goals? Is it music or is it acting? Like what did you what was your what was your goals? At the time it was acting. Um, I really go through like this very bizarre four four year period of of not doing things. Yeah. And so I stopped playing bass for four years and then Did you get too emo? You just like fuck the world? I honestly I guess. <laughs> okay. Like I don't I'm not even sure what happened. <laughs> I like 
I just, I, I stopped and I just became, I guess it was when I, I like found, realized I really liked and loved acting. Um, Mm. then I kind of forgot about bass and Mm. I was just super focused on acting. And then like four years after I stopped playing bass, I started again. So it's, yeah, all of high school, I didn't play bass. You didn't play bass. No, Mm. you'd have no bands. No. To the 10th that was like the that was yeah okay. that was my first i had like I, like i tried <laughs> i was like 12 or 13 but okay it it didn't i didn't really have a band um what kind of what, what kind of style was the band back then was it like a no doubt cover sick that no was, that's awesome that was, so you're a no doubt fan uh, yes i also incredible band she, gwen stefani was my first love one thousand percent um that's crazy. she's like the coolest still is the yeah, coolest yeah, still the coolest, yeah for sure she's the best i used to watch i had um my my (laughs) pop uh had like a dvd player in his car Mm -hmm. and i would just watch her concert video on the way to school every day on the way to school yeah on the way to school every day i would watch this concert video of gwen (laughs) stefani (laughs) where was the concert from it was i don't know where it was from but it was like the hollaback girl okay era, uh, oh, yeah, era yeah, yeah, yeah. of things so it was just the best <laughs> that's wow it's it's cool you got good taste in music man thank you it's pretty all over the place but thank so you. <laughs> so be, so the movies you started doing um okay awesome jay and silent bob's uh strike back 2004 right that was yeah when that was was you, you in I, may, maybe i'm wrong on that, that i feel like that one had to be earlier because i was a baby okay yeah yeah and then there's also like the reboot and then there's also you were uncredited in jersey girl i was i think waving yeah that was jersey girl i was waving through a window in jersey girl okay and tusk was a small one that's the one you mentioned earlier right yeah tusk was the one that made me want to start acting okay and Bef- clerks too too clerks too clerks too Oh, my bad. Clerks 2 is when I'm waving okay. through a window. <laughs> Jersey Girl, I think I'm like a cat or but You're something. so young to remember that. It's crazy. I, it's like... Hey, I try. but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Yoga Hosers? Yoga Hosers was a really interesting <laughs> film that... Um, <laughs> I made with my dad. Oh, you made it with him? Yes. Um, what well, does that name mean, yoga hosers? It, um, what does it mean? Um, <laughs> like, I, it, it, the movie is about two annoying Canadian girls. So that oh, would be okay, a, hoser. Yeah, okay, yeah, a hoser. And they do yoga. So yoga hosers. Okay. And um, I did it with with one of my um best friends and it was my dad and it was just um it was awesome i mean it was a crazy experience because i just decided i I was i was like i'm gonna go into acting and then i was fucking lucky enough that my dad was like i want to let's do something together yeah which is super rare but also at the time i knew nothing about the craft like i was super such a baby actor yeah. so i look back and i'm like oh man i really <laughs> like wish i had my shit together at this yeah, point yeah, yeah. um but i after that i went to class for like um, i took multiple acting classes for like 
four years or so and, and that's awesome it took, yeah put in the work after after that movie but no i love that that though. movie is not my finest acting work i would say yeah. um but i do I, I have a lot of love for that movie did you feel pressure because of your dad and what he did and stuff like that and like pressure to become an actor yeah or? yeah just like to be the best or just oh, maybe, yeah. maybe get roles without like just go on your own and try it and like not feel like well, you're, you're already in his, a bunch of his movies which is amazing i would do the same thing for my son but like just kind of branching out and absolutely it's yeah. like my life's mission because yeah. everybody everybody always has this expectation that i don't deserve to 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 really be a working actor but what people really don't know is like i i'm i grind really fucking hard yeah. so people to prove that I yeah. am my own person totally. apart from my dad and mm -hmm. to have my own career. I yep. grind really fucking hard. It's like a constant, Same. constant thing on my mind. Um, my constant goal is to, you know, forge my own path and yeah. career. And it's, it's really, I think it's working. It's, uh, thank you. I'm really fucking trying. It's really, it's hard though because a lot of people have these expectations of you from That's the I mean. get go. Where yeah, it's I was like, ask you. yeah, you don't deserve this. You a pressure without even seeing what I can do. Just exactly. being like, you don't deserve this. You're not talented. You wouldn't be anywhere without your wow. dad. So there's a lot of that every single day. Um, and you feel that pressure every day. You have to prove yeah, yourself every day, it but it it's also really like it motivates me so much to it pushes to you grind harder and like what people don't know is I mean it's crazy it's I absolutely recognize it's insane I just start I decide to start acting my dad is like here let's do this movie together that's in that's an insane scenario but like everything else I work my ass off for yeah. I mean the stuff with my dad like we love working together so. And it's so special to be able to work with my dad and yeah. get to do what we love together. But every, like, I work my ass off I'm, for yeah, everything else. There, I know, so, I know. Um, so it's just like a kind of constant battle to try to prove that I'm worthy of being where I am. Yeah, I mean, I love seeing you in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Thank it was you. so awesome. Uh, I was so psyched for you. Thank you. That was a super was teeny tiny part, but it's still, still was it nerve wracking? Cool. Did you working with Brad Pitt and Leo? Did you get to work with them? And yeah, yeah, was, yeah like that, meet them and they were all. Everybody was so so lovely on that movie, and I was just so incredibly honored that I was able to be part of it. You did great. It was awesome. Thank you. It was it, so awesome. It was like the craziest. That it, that was so fucking wild. Um. My dad actually, when I had that audition, was like, <laughs> he was like, "Kiddo, I would not get your hopes up." Wow, which was it's like fucking harsh, but it is also Tarantino, <laughs> so it's yeah. like. But um, at least your dad's trying to be honest. I love, I love that. Yeah, he's awesome. trying to be. He was just being honest, Don't but okay, yeah, yeah. It, it was like it, it was just pretty. It was it was wild. The audition itself was like. Were you nervous as hell? Was it crazy? Um, I was. I was so nervous. I I uh, wrote a. You could write a monologue for it. So, I wrote a monologue, and um, it was just like such an interesting and unique audition and audition experience yeah i've never had like the opportunity to perform my own yeah. writing yeah um, it's amazing so that was it was really it was really cool but yeah. i didn't hear about it for like 
Yeah, how long? Four or five months. <laughs> After the audition? Yeah, I fully, I fully was like, moved on. Yeah, I was like, there's n- absolutely no way in hell. Um, and then I got a call like. Four or five months later after the audition and uh, I found out in a super bizarre way too. I like <laughs> found out that some somebody involved in the movie who's friends with my mom wow. was like, uh, why is Harley's name on the cast list? And my mom was like, I don't know. Why is Harley's name on the cast list? Wow. And then I like called my manager and I was like, hey, do you know where my name is on the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood cast list? And my manager was like, um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I we've been working it out uh, the past few weeks, but but uh, like Quentin wants to put you in it. That's amazing. It's really, really crazy. How'd you, were you, were you bugging out? You're, I mean, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck you, dad. Like, oh, look at me <laughs> had now. He, had he said something to you after during this five months? Like, hey, you know. I mean, it like it was a huge moment to audition for yeah. it for me. Like that the week from when I got the audition to when I had it, like I was just, I was just fully grinding. But yeah. um, after that, I would just like try my best to let it go. And then I fully was like, oh, <laughs> I, this is never, this is never gonna happen for me um but then i I was so lucky to be a part of it amazing it's such a great movie and it just it's a big movie too it's it's a it's a crazy like (laughs) it's it's i'm so honored to to be a small part in it yeah and i remember talking about doing because i was on your pod a while ago Mm -hmm. and i was trying to get in mind like no i'm gonna go away and do this show and that show turned out to be cruel summer i think Mm -hmm. and it's my whole family watched that show. We love that show. Really, you killed that. Sh- yeah, you oh, you were so good in that show. Thanks. You were almost like the like the um, what's your name, Mallory, right? Mallory, yeah, like Mallory, Mallory from like Natural Born Killers. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you were like you were like a bad like the bad one like not not, not like the bad one, but you was I don't know. We we loved your character, even though you were like she's hardcore. She's yeah. tough. She's a real toughie. Yeah. Um, badass. Thank you. Thank you so much. Such a crazy show. There, there won't be a season two. You probably can't say though, but there will be a season. Are you allowed two. to say that on here? Um, I am, <laughs> but they're going in That's a very amazing. new direction. Okay. Does that mean I could be on season two? We'll see. You can't say, okay. okay. I don't know. <laughs> it was so good, man. I think they're going in an entirely new direction. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I wrote down that I wrote down that girl's name too, and and you're friends with them in real life after that, which is so cool. I love all. You of bonded them. with them, right? I love all of them. Um, the one girl, uh, who played Jeanette, she was great. Kiara, I she just was great. Was on. Uh, she's coming to town, um, like this weekend. I, mean, I can't wait to see her. She was great. Um, and then the other girl, uh, Olivia Holt, who played Kate. I fucking oh, love her. Those too. characters were just, they were so good. Everybody in there was such a great casting. I, it was a dream to work alongside every one of them. Like it yeah. was so, it, it, it was such, it really did feed my soul. Like that character really was someone who I had been looking for for a really long time. Mm. Um, so to be able to, to finally find her and then bring her to life for six yeah. months it, w- it was a crazy experience and is it like when it's over is it hard not to not not stay that character but when you get so deep into a character like is it hard to like to just cut off and go back to normal life it was really hard i, I mean 
well honestly at the time when we finished i just wanted to go home so goddamn bad i was like <laughs> uh bye i'm done i honestly thought i was gonna like really have a hard time when we were finished but okay. then when we did finish it had been six months in texas and i was like i didn't see my family that whole six months yeah. we couldn't leave nobody could come it was lockdown yeah it was lockdown and it was just me and my boyfriend and our two cats at the time and our rabbit and now we have four cats but at the time we had two <laughs> cats and i just could not wait to get home but it, it was really hard i became super super attached to mallory like i have wow. a lot of love for her and i really did it was really hard to say goodbye because i also may not ever get to play her again so i is really hard no <laughs> wow it was really quite hard that's great yeah that, oh man i hope you're on the second season but um that's yeah that was yeah the show was just so good we watched the, all of it and just all the characters and yeah you just get sucked into everything and, yeah. and, and you and you could like you can like everyone had their own personality, so it wasn't just like one character you focused on. Everybody had their own thing you liked about them or didn't like about them, you know? Oh yeah, a lot of people also hated Mallory. Yeah. Like it was really it was a love hate for sure. <laughs> divisive. Yeah. I which is so crazy because like when I was filming it, I just have so much love for her. Like I didn't even realize that mm -hmm. she was unlikable <laughs> and you loved it i just loved her and then when it came out and people were like fuck mallory i was like um what <laughs> i was like that's so rude to my oh when it first came out yeah, yeah he took it personally i really felt like they were shitting on my friend mm. so it was um yeah it was it was kind of weird when it came out it was hard for and me. did you audition for that obviously oh yeah I, I auditioned for that like um three different times okay um and yeah that was that was just like a real meant to be yeah and that's really i feel like that you're like this is like i know you acted in other things but this is like i don't know i feel like not that it put you on the map or that like you got the respect or you proved yourself but i feel like you're an, you're an act do i say actor or actresses what do you say these days i call myself an actor yeah you, you you're an actor like in that not that the other ones didn't prove it, but that was just like, yo, this is you, your character. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a small part. Thank you. It was uh, legit. You know what I mean? Like this was Cruel Summer was definitely is definitely the work I am most proud of. Yeah. Um, and I really did feel like it was my opportunity to kind of, you know, show people that I am I can be here on my own right. Um, and you did, outside yeah. of my dad. Um, so it was it was really it was really. Uh, just it was really meant to be and like me and uh my friend elias barnes who plays the character vince on that show oh yeah uh we were at that audition like the last audition together where you would like audition in front of um it's called a network test and you audition in front of like 20 people from wow. from this network and it's is that nerve-wracking oh it's the most terrifying thing of all time and we were both there together and i just remember like i remember looking at him and being like you're gonna get it like <laughs> you're so cool you're gonna you, like this you got this I, yeah this i've i've already like knew um <laughs> it was just yeah it was a really it, it was a life-changing thing for me for sure yeah and how long was that callback wait for that that way less than four to five months uh that was more of like a maybe like two three week possibly a month experience like by the time i first auditioned when you I feel good about it you feel good about your audition the last one the for the for cruel summer yeah you feel good about it yeah i felt yeah i think i got this i yeah no i did i mean it was really terrifying because it's never um a really 
you know, a non nerve wracking experience yeah. to audition for like 20 people, but it what <laughs> it, it worked out. So I feel good about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see what you do next too. Thank it's you. Awesome. I'm super stoked. <laughs> and then you have your group, the 10th, right? Yes. I know you guys put a record out called Dunes in 2019, yes. right? Yes. You're looking for a drummer too for a second. I remember that. Yes. Um. We, yes, we really were. Yes. Yeah, I was like, Max. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So why is it called Dunes? Because I think about the movie Dune as soon as I saw it, like, but it has nothing to do with that. Do, no, it doesn't have anything <laughs> to do with that. Um, to be honest, my memory is so bad. No, it's all good. It's I all don't good. even know why we called it okay, Dunes okay. now. Yeah. I, I can't even, I think it maybe came from a lyric we had written. Okay. But I don't even know at this point why we called it that. All right. It's all good. It's maybe some of the listeners might know. But it's like a pop yeah. punk band that's inspired by pop punk music obviously yes yeah, yeah. we call ourselves uh bubblegum punk okay like a, a less aggressive more yeah. poppy i'm trying to think what would be bubblegum punk this is a lot of that out there though we uh the the biggest inspiration for for me and the band was sleater kinney okay. um who's one of my favorite bands ever okay. but they that i don't i wouldn't call them bubblegum punk but they were our biggest inspiration okay bubblegum punk does not exist but it's just <laughs> something we call each some ourselves. people might call that in certain groups that are over poppy punk i don't know yeah pop punk. i would i don't want to say anything to offend anybody but i can see i can see some that might be like um, yeah whatever i know what you're saying though. Hey, no i'll take it all honestly <laughs> i'll totally take it <laughs> and then it was was that was that album a boy it's called boys we don't know was that an ep is that that was an ep okay um, 2018 each song on that album on that ep was about a different boy that we don't know um oh, wow. and that was the theme of that <laughs> that's amazing so every track is a different person's name a different guy's name and it's not inspired by real boys you guys knew it was oh it is inspired by real boys <laughs> we just don't we that's don't know any concept. of them okay one I, oh actually i'm so sorry that's a lie <laughs> one of them i knew okay, um okay. but the other tracks are all boys we don't know okay will you guys make more music um i hope i don't know i mean it, things just kind of like got a little crazy yeah. with the with the show and everything so and the lockdown everything yeah, i mean yeah, yeah, yeah and you know that too um so i haven't i've been more I'm in that kind of four-year situation again where I'm like maybe t I also in the same four-year pattern like didn't write for four years and okay. um, not music but write scripts and mm. now I'm back to writing so okay. it might be time for that to shine now <laughs> I love that. Um, and not music at the moment but mm -hmm. I do definitely want to return to music. Were you a journalist too? You went um, to journalism? Uh, I that's what it says about you online. Let's let you know that. You're a journalist. Um, I would not okay. say that, but my mom was a journalist. Okay. My mom was um a writer for USA Today. Oh wow, that's awesome. So maybe that's why okay. I was I was in journalism in school, but like <laughs> okay. that's a weird thing for the internet <laughs> to say about. And me. no siblings, right? No siblings. It's like me, yeah, one and done. I love one, that one and kid. done. It's it's solid. I right? love that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I don't know. Um, <laughs> I like begged my parents not to have another. So kid, did my though. son too. Yeah. <laughs> so did my son too. I was like, I will run away. So it, oh my God. don't do it, or I'm, or I'm out of here. I like Max. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want no siblings. I'm, no. Wow. I, I'm like, I'm fucking hitting the road. <laughs> if, if there's another kid in the picture. Um, and then I was on your podcast, a vegan 
abattoir. Did yes, I say it right? Yes, vegan abattoir. I never knew what that meant to recently. It means slaughterhouse. Yes, it's French for slaughterhouse. Okay, French for slaughterhouse. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, I know. No, I, I mean, <laughs> no one would. I, I certainly did not know what abattoir And you came meant. up with the name? My dad came up okay, with the okay. name. He was, I actually wanted to do, it was, pretty, it was pretty funny. I wanted to do a podcast by myself. Um, okay. Because he has a lot of podcasts. He has a lot of fucking podcasts. And also, like, I'm trying to make, you know, uh, a space for myself. Yes. Um, but I told him and I was asking him for advice. And he was like, you'd be really making a mistake not to do the podcast with me. And I was wow. like, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> Maybe I'll think about it. And he was like, we could call it Vegan Abattoir. And I was like, okay, well, that's a really cool name. So it is a cool I'll name. Take it, okay, so we can do it together. Yeah. <laughs> and that kicked off during the pandemic, right? Yeah, that was how we spent yeah. our, our quarantine. Yeah. And you have it. In, and so how many episodes are out right now of that? 20. Wow. Okay. 20 episodes then you got crazy busy yeah yeah then then shit oh, got really busy <laughs> I, I can't i really can't like do multiple things at once um, I, can, I can see that you just want to focus on yeah i'm super focused on what i'm focusing on yeah. but i cannot focus on multiple creative outlets at once unless okay. it's like writing and acting which i'm doing right now because those kind of go together so you're writing scripts yeah, I am. That's so cool. I'm working on something really I'm so stoked about right now. Okay, and how long have you been working on it for? Um, a few months now. It is actually it's also with <laughs> my dad. <laughs> I I try to get you can't I escape. I try. You can't escape. I literally try to get away and I just can't. <laughs> we always just end up fucking. But you guys are so together. tight. It's beautiful. It's amazing. We're, it's it's fucking really awesome, man. We're really tight. Um It's but nothing to be I mean, it's just awesome. It's amazing. It's awesome. Thank you. Well, we were talking before the pod because my son's 18. He still lives at home. And you lived at home for a long time. I always tell him, like, Billy Allen, she lives at home. She's 19. Yeah. So when you finally, you stayed there for a while. And I love that. It's that family bond. It's important. I stayed there for a long ass time. I <laughs> just moved out at age 22. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, Is I've, it weird being on your own? It, I mean, yeah. I, I'm with my boyfriend, but yeah. we. I mean, he's certainly stoked <laughs> not to live with my parents. <laughs> um, I'm sure they love him too. They no, they all love each other. Um, yeah. But I'm I, I yeah. I mean, it's really weird. It's definitely adjustment. Like I went over to my parents' house for dinner the other day, and I cried because I was like, Aww. "Oh my god, my room is empty. This is so messed up." Like, uh, uh, they didn't keep it the same. They did. Uh, no, well, I, I also took all my shit. But they, <laughs> okay. but they were all. My mom was also like. Um, I'm redoing this room because I need it to be vastly different in order for me to feel mentally okay. It probably makes <laughs> you, yeah, I, I know that it's called like the fear of leaving the nest. I'm I'm sure we're gonna have that you walking by the room and seeing it. I, I can't. Nah, it's, Even though you're alive and well and you're close it, and you're healthy, it's just. I'm literally ten minutes away from my parents' uh, house, but there is still like they before <laughs> I moved out like the week before i moved out they just were walking around my dad was like walking around the halls because my house is like their pictures every like family photos on every only child to the wall you're the family baby. photo i mean family yeah i'm I, there's it's literally our house is like a family album but my dad was just walking around and crying <laughs> oh, but if you, if you let them allow them to have another kid i can't they have their dogs so yeah they're okay. true no. <laughs> well, that's, i'm dreading that moment and like i'm like i told my son i'll build an apartment on that garage back there you can live in the garage yeah. you, you're chilling just save money you're working at monty's all that like i think that's perfect I know, there's no rush to get out in the world no there's no you can rush. always go back to though 
Yeah, no, I mean, I won't, but I, <laughs> but it's a possibility for sure. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I want to talk about your activism and being vegan. So what inspired you to become vegan and how old were you? When did that happen? Um, I became vegan, I believe like five years ago at this point. Um, yeah. the reason I went vegan is because I adopted a rabbit named Cinnamon. And I seen the rabbit online. Yeah, rabbit's yes, cool. I thank you so much. She <laughs> is the love of my life. Um, <laughs> she, when I got her, uh, before she was surrendered to the shelter that I adopted her from, she was uh, being held by hoarders who had like a hundred other rabbits. Wow. And so she was in a really terrible condition. Like her, one of her ears was ripped in half. She had these metal stitches everywhere and she was covered in pee. And she was just really, really terrified of humans. And but it's like, horrible. It was, it was so sad. And like she, I brought her home and she, I, like, I found her picture online and I, it was a Christmas gift that I was allowed to get a rabbit at the time. Wow. And um, we, I, yeah, I think I've had her for like six years now that I'm thinking of it. Um, I, so on Christmas when my parents told me then that I was just looking online all day after like the Christmas festivities to look at different pictures of rabbits for, yeah, adop yeah, yeah. for adoption. I found a picture of her and I didn't see her ear was ripped or anything. And I went and saw her in person. I was like, I have to take this rabbit. Um, and so I took her home and she was really, really scared for like... A month two months she wouldn't let me touch her um she was really traumatized by her prior experiences damn but after showing her a lot of love and compassion she really opened up and i it just really blew my mind what human compassion could do to an animal yeah especially an animal who has been traumatized like by humans yeah um so the fact that she opened up and trusted me and now we're super tight and um it just really opened my eyes. Connected with you, yeah. Yeah, I went vegetarian first. Um, so I've, I've been vegetarian, I think, for six years. And then I went vegan a year later. So and you never thought about doing that before that with a rabbit? Um, my mom's been a vegetarian my whole life. Yeah. Um, so it was... But she never really, like, pushed it on me. So yeah. it wasn't really something I was ever... Thinking uh, about. Yeah, for myself. But I was always around it. Yeah. Um, but then after her after my rabbit I, it, that's when i really felt the need to wow and just like that i just did it and that was it um, yeah i've never what, never what? going back in yeah. my whole rest of my life i will never go back yeah and so and you pretty much inspired your whole family to be like that i did because <laughs> oh, <laughs> your mom went vegan from vegetarian no, my mom. My mom is still vegetarian. Okay. She is like twenty years vegetarian or something. So cool. I hope one day I can get her yeah. to switch to vegan. But like, she's been in the game for a long time with the yeah. vegetarian. So I'm people like, do their best. Mad respect. I, that's why I always say is just do, do the best. best that you can. Yeah. And honestly, whether that's like eating meat, I mean, not <laughs> not whether <laughs> you want like to eat best. all the meat. No. Um, <laughs> if you wanna, if you can like do meatless Mondays or whatever, totally. go a few days week without meat like that makes all the difference too i love that approach man i just really think that's uh, i don't know i really don't connect with like the aggressive forms of activism and i love that about you it's like lead by example here's some give people the advice give them tips 
They yeah. ask questions, answer it, send them links, send them a documentary. Totally. It's like, but you jam it down their face, it's gonna be like, yo, fuck you, that. you know what I mean? Like, and I want it. Absolutely. I'm I'm so happy to talk to anybody about veganism yeah. at any time, like any questions or any way I can help. Um, but I just, it turns the aggressive forms of activism for animal rights turned me off. So and wow. as a vegan, and so I'm, I can only imagine how non-vegans or non-vegetarians yeah. feel when they see that because yeah. it's just like, just really trying to make you feel guilty, which is kind of like, how are you going to get people to listen it's, to you if you're making them feel bad for and you're and judging foremost? people it's such a judgmental way of Ex- approach exactly i'm re- i'm really not into it i'm really just into into the kind yeah and i love i love how approach. you use your platform and your you know social media for that and talking about stuff like that you know what i mean thank you spreading the awareness you know thank you i, I do what i can you yeah know? <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> i do what i can and then um obviously the people that listen and know your dad had a heart attack yes and I think what you told me before that he was in the hospital and the food they were giving him is the kind of food that actually can cause a heart attack like meat. Is that true? Yeah, it was. It was around Thanksgiving the, or something. Um, well, that was when he went vegan or something. I don't know. I don't know what month it was, but well, you got pissed off. I remember I got so, <laughs> so, Oh, the Thanksgiving situation was, that was, um, a separate incident okay, okay, okay. of which me and my dad got in a very heated argument about because I did not want turkey on. Was this after the heart attack? This was prior to the heart attack. Ooh, okay. And he really was like gung ho on this, on having turkey. And I was like, you know, it's a really, it's a huge bummer to me to see a carcass on the table. Like, I really do not want to see that. Yeah. Um, it's really offensive to me um and that was a whole argument but then he had <laughs> uh his heart attack and i gave him no choice and i was like either you i mean yeah you have lived your life one way for your whole life so it's now time to switch things the fuck up yeah and it's so cool yeah. that like he was open-minded enough to even do that and it's been how many years now uh he's been i man i don't know how many years maybe like three or four and yeah. i don't think he's going back either and yeah. why well, I, I i would have a strict word with him if he <laughs> went back but I, he from because you're not in the house anymore too and you like the inspiration no i know but he he's really he's also really yeah. in it now he's but uh yeah they they gave him meat at the hospital and i absolutely like could not fucking believe and i was so upset and i was so pissed and then i remember this conversation because like the night that it happened i slept at the hospital and stuff and i was there the whole time he was there i wouldn't leave and so like when people came in i was still there um (laughs) and i was like i'm not gonna go anywhere so um but i remember one of the doctors being like i I think my dad was like, my kid wants me to go vegan. And the doctor was like, no, you you don't really need to do that. And I was like, I'm about to like throw hands in this hospital. (laughs) Like if you're going to tell me that this man who just had a heart attack, his art, his, his, uh, what was it? Some of the arteries or clogged arteries? Yeah, but it was like, maybe it was like a hundred percent blocked or something. Okay, okay. I don't know. But, it, but also, no, not quote you on that. Uh, yeah. Don't quote me, but <laughs> shit was really fucked up. Yeah. Like he was two, three minutes away from dying. Damn, if man. he didn't get, if an ambulance wasn't called at the time mm-hmm. that it was. Um, so I was not 
letting him mess mess it up yeah um but now he's super in it like he yeah he loves veggie grill more than anything in so this cool, world man. and he really just is happy with his beyond burgers so yeah and I, I i told you before like he looks like a different person i've seen him at running a million times i still i would never say anything to him i don't know him he said his headphones on he's walking up he's doing his thing but i'm like this makes me happy to see him, like a, just a new life and the new chapter of him. You know what I mean? He's really, really Super into cool. it now. He's always going on walks. He's always hiking, and he's really serious about his health now. I mean, yeah, he better be. Or I would be. I would <laughs> be having a strict word. <laughs> and the, are your grandparents vegetarians too? Yes, my grandparents were the best surprise wow. of it all. Was that like a few years into me being vegan? And I had like had an argument with my pop, who's actually the nicest man on this earth. Um, but you said Papa. He's he's my pop. Okay, poppy, call pop, grandpa. He's my pa, and my <laughs> my nana and my pa, and um, I like we had a disagreement about veganism not that long before that mm. because uh, he just didn't understand, and I was like upset about it whatever um i was also a teenager but um then one day out of the blue they called me because they were living half the time in hawaii and um because they live a good ass life they They have in hawaii they lived half time in hawaii now they live half time in in vegas it's so good for them it's they they really just have a great time (laughs) but they're honestly living their best lives but um they called me one day and they were like we were just talking and then kind of towards the end of the conversation, they were like, and by the way, we've, we, uh, haven't eaten meat in like a week or two weeks. Wow. And I was like, what? And <laughs> they have been vegetarian for, um, I, again, my memory's yeah. not awesome, but I feel like longer than my dad. That's so cool. Um, which is, uh, they're not vegan, they're vegetarian, but yeah, again, do what you can and i think it's still amazing so sick they were like and they were so happy to tell you that they were so happy and they're like they were like 70 years old when they told me and 70 years old you're changing your diet you're gonna change your diet and really open your mind like because people set their ways for sure yeah that's that's really that was so magic to me it was just really it was pure magic that they and it was just so out of the blue too like I would I would answer questions when they asked and stuff, but I wasn't like you have to go vegan or yeah. anything. But then out of the blue, they were just like, yeah, so cool. It was it was really really. So cool. you inspired that. It's pretty amazing. Thank you. Yeah, my whole family, my my parents, my grandparents, and I do not eat meat, which is awesome. And then my dad and I are vegans, obviously. It's so cool. And my boyfriend doesn't eat. He's vegetarian. He's a pescatarian. Sick. But he, I'll I'll get him. I'll, I'll get him one day. <laughs> You're on the way. Yeah. You know what's crazy? This past week, I met two people who had heart issues that their doctor told them to go on a vegan diet. So really? That, 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 that's a lot changed since yeah. you guys in the hospital. Yeah. That it's interesting. And I was like, really? So yeah, go on a plant-based diet. And like, it's pretty amazing. Damn, that is pretty that amazing. That they're doing that. I mean, that makes me so happy to hear because I truly was... I cannot even tell you my anger when yeah. that happened. It mm-hmm. was such a slap in the face. It was more like a punch in the face. I could not believe yeah. that they were saying you didn't need to go vegan. And people, people don't put two and two together. And like a friend of mine's a cardiologist at Cedars. He's a vegan. He's a heart doctor. And he was nice. telling me recently that in the cafeteria, there's no vegan options. And he says a lot of these big conferences like five, just different, just different big 
ph- pharmaceutical events, everybody are eating steaks of these things and not really putting two and two together. It's just That's so frustrating. So and that doesn't uh, make me want to be a preachy guy. It just makes me like angry. Like just people can't put two and two together. It's sad. Know, Honestly, yeah. it's pretty sad that you that they can't even make that connection because a lot of people that I mean I think that's why there aren't more vegans in the world. It's just because people, yeah, the, the connection like is so we're so programmed not to really think about it, not yeah. to really think about what we're putting in our bodies. And in that's convenience too for people too. Yeah, it's convenience. It's like people, it, that's so ironic to eat like steak at a medical set that I can't even, I can't even fathom. Um, I know. But it's just sad to me more than anything that it's so, there's such a disconnect. Such a disconnect. And, and like now, especially in 2021, I feel like, with what's been happening in the past two years, I think people are more conscious about what they put in the bodies. They're putting, they're starting to connect, like you know, the environment with what you eat, and yeah. I think more people are being aware. There's more great documentaries out, and yeah, there's more options everywhere you go. Oh, I'm I'm I I'm the best feeling time. really good about the way things are going now. Yeah, and I feel like whenever I'm traveling, there's always more and more stuff in the in the places I least expect. Even and, in Texas? In Texas, they had some of the best vegan food I've ever had. Wow. I, I was blown away. There's this place called Spiral Diner, and it was, I like think about it from time to time now, <laughs> and I'm like, I really, especially, like they've been posting pictures of their Thanksgiving food, Ooh. and I've been like, that's, I really miss it. I do really What part of Texas? It. I was in Dallas. Okay, okay, yeah. You think Austin's like the Mecca, but yeah, Dallas has options. That's so cool. I know. Well, Austin was like on a different level. level. Yeah, I, it's like I, New York. It was, oh my God, it was so insane. I, I, he was so, it was messed up. I only got to spend like 48 hours in Austin out of the mm. six months I was in Dallas. Um, oh, wow. But when I did go for that 48 hours, I just tried to eat as much as I possibly could <laughs> in that amount of time. Um, yeah. But it was, it's, yeah, it's really, it's, becoming way more accessible in different places around the country that I would not assume that yeah. they had much access to. Yeah, and there's so many different options and now Nike's doing all the synthetic and recycled materials and plant-based materials and just it's just everybody's just on it, man. It's it's yeah. better late than never for me. It's like I'm excited to see that at my age like how the world's turning so fast, you know, it's changing in a positive way. It's crazy. I, the, this my my bag over there is is Vivian Westwood, and she makes like she's completely making like all this vegan stuff, wow. all this re, all these recycled products. And I'm like, damn, if things like if for That's like cool. huge fashion, yeah, a huge fashion label to be doing something like mm-hmm. that, I'm I'm like I I so appreciate that. Yeah. Like, putting that out there and such a hundred percent such to such a mainstream like uh, for sure brand it's so cool for some reason my son's like let's go to gucci went to gucci the other day because <laughs> he, he got a gucci watch as a gift and he was trying to get it fixed but then somebody's like uh we must my, my son's like my dad doesn't want anything here it's not vegan she goes oh we have a whole new vegan line what and she showed me all these vegan slip-ons and then i took a picture and posted it and see what people thought people thought it was crazy but like a 700 dollars like vegan slip-on but they have some really it's not really my world but he's all into that world but it's like this whole vegan line of like slip-ons and Damn. high tops i mean honestly I, I just appreciate like that Them it trying. exists you I know, know? It, like they really are trying whether it's for the good of their heart or to keep up with consumers like who yeah. knows but i appreciate it either way <laughs> yeah, i'm saying like it's it's if it's a trend it's like it's like a uh world changing trend like being yeah. vegan or beyond impossible all this stuff that's like 
changing people's lives. And people say, oh, it's just a cool thing to do now. But I think it's gonna, it's not going anywhere. It's just getting no. started. You know what I mean? I love it. Have you, um, have you had the, I'm sure you have had the impossible chicken nuggets. At Crossroads? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about some local shit. It's true, though. They're so oh, sick. Oh, God. They're so good. But know, don't they taste so insane. I am absolutely obsessed with the <laughs> Impossible Chicken Nuggets. I, I keep trying to find them because I thought that they, you could buy them at the grocery store. Nah, some tall, tall Ronin type I, exclusive. I really like thought I could get it at the grocery store. And the Impossible so Sausage that he makes for brunch. I'm not sure if that's out yet either. He's creating those there. Oh my God, it's so All cool. right, right into your crosswalk. That's right. Yeah. You're having the chicken nuggets. Yeah. yeah um, I the, you can get up at the it. bar at night or during the day. They come with like the potato. I don't care about potatoes. I want the, the chicken nuggets. They're just so nuggets. good. Because oh, I grew so up eating good. like all the different versions of like the tofu pop was all rubbery, not dog. Mm. Or like the hard to chew chicken nuggets and the Boca burgers and the yeah. garden patties and everything's just like on a different level. It's so on. A, it's just it's crazy it's like <laughs> it's science it's so cool i, know. I love it <laughs> and i love that there's like options at mcdonald's and burger king and del taco for people who are trying to like cross over oh my god that's what, i feel like that's what those companies are for i have it once in a while but i'm, I'm trying to be more healthy vegan where i try more greens and whatever yeah but when you have that it's like a treat but like i love that that's out there and it's options and i know when they first came out people vegans like you're gonna support burger king it's like you don't have to go there, dude. It's not for you. It's for people who want to try our vegan burger that doesn't taste and look like a hockey puck. They want to taste something juicy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's also so much more accessible. Not everybody can afford like this True. The crazy vegan options at like places like Crossroads. Can't afford the chicken LA. nuggets. I know. Hey, I get it. They're like kind of expensive. They're they're yeah. really expensive. They are. <laughs> they're going to get like six of them too. Yeah, I, love I you. know. I love you, Crossroads. I'll keep eating them. I love it all. Yeah, same. I love but it I know too. What you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. You go to Del Taco and get like two dollar um beyond tacos and they're bomb yeah absolutely i think i saw i i feel like i saw on instagram lately that taco bell just came out with a new vegan option too, wow and i cannot wait to try it if that is the truth you know mcdonald's is making one that's not beyond and not impossible they oh my god own. wow that's i mean i haven't I had mcdonald's Me in either. a long ass time because their fries aren't even vegan nope um has that changed or? i doubt it i doubt it i mean if they're really coming up with some i heard vegan or vegetarian options they gotta fucking switch the fries like it's 2021 22 th- yeah it's true those fries were really good too maybe so. that, maybe that's what makes maybe that's their special secret ingredient that makes them taste there well who freaking knows <sighs> who freaking but it's knows? like i don't know i know i wish i really wish that we could eat the fries but yeah it's okay we have a lot of other stuff um <laughs> Do you have any regrets in your life? Uh, do I have any regrets in my life? Yeah, for sure. Like how, fli- <laughs> like how we flipped it from beyond uh, to regrets. Uh, yeah. I like changing the flow. 100%. <laughs> you have, so you have some regrets? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Do you? Yeah, of course. Um, maybe I wish you went to college, I think, maybe. You think you should have gone to college? M- maybe. Some, sometimes in my life I thought about that. Mm, um, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't have the opportunity to. Maybe like trying to do something that was... I have all these visions of like being normal and like not having tattoos and living in society and working a regular job. Nah. And just be, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I thought about that in my life. You know what I mean? Like, mm. am I doing the right thing? Am I actually doing something with like being in the band and doing all this stuff? I'm like, I think absolutely. Okay. I think but, 100%. But sometimes you think about what's it like on the other side, but the grass isn't greener and maybe there's no regrets about that. Um, 
more uh, like question curi- yeah. curious curiosity, curiosity about it i guess yeah yeah no it's uh, what about you you have one you can talk about yeah um i mean <laughs> there's a lot um <laughs> really you're so young well just like not huge regrets but just like i wish i didn't say that or like i mm. wish i like just a lot of like when i was stupid and just young and trying to fit in and like but that's part of life trying to fit in being young and stupid yeah no it is I, and just like being an, i i can be a, a, i'm i have anxiety and stuff okay. so just like can be kind of anxious sometimes and just like say that comes I, off a different way yeah exactly and i'm like oh shit i i didn't mean to say that you know (laughs) yeah um so just stuff like that i don't think i have any huge regrets um but just like little ones from being young and stupid but not everybody has that though yeah i think everybody has that but now if it's recorded you said some dumb shit. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! From a long time ago. Oh fuck! It's such a different time. Yeah. Oh, so it's yeah. like fuck. something maybe maybe funny and goofy back then is not anymore. It's not anymore whatsoever. It's a different time. It's more just like you know being like like I. This goofy. <laughs> this is this is this is specific. I don't know if this would like ma- this won't. E- I don't even know if this will make any sense. But like <laughs> I. I like remember one time in Spanish class <laughs> in high school, I like my friend just told me she got this really cool job um, being a intern for Annie. Is it Annie Lee? Lieb- yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And for some reason I just felt so compelled because the, the Spanish teacher was, was always like in Spanish. Um, what's like, does anybody have any good news or whatever? Mm. And I fucking raised my hand and said my friend's good news. And she was like, um, I wasn't really like gonna tell <laughs> me. That's like a really, that's honestly one that's of my something biggest you think friends. About? That's something to this day that I'm like, oh, that why, was, did I do that? why did I do that? And Are you like, two friends with that girl? I am. Yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah awesome. Things worked out. Her name's Megan. I love her so much. Um, I you she, said her good news. Yeah, I literally. But you were so happy for her. I was so happy. It was a positive <laughs> thing. But it really was that just shit like that. I have regrets over, you know? <laughs> that, that's, a, that's not bad but at if all. that's my you're worst doing, regret you know, then i think good, i'm girl. doing fine yeah. <laughs> um do you consider yourself an optimist or pessimist um uh, uh optimist totally can tell that it's so positive thank you so much yeah i definitely definitely even in the emo positive. days you didn't get like oh no dark that, and negative uh, for and sure fuck the world, <laughs> absolutely <everything>. no i <laughs> was like fuck society <laughs> fuck the world fuck everybody in it i hate everything <laughs> um isn't that so crazy to go through a phase like that even though you have a good life because i know a lot of kids connected to emo in a certain way and it brought out different things and emotions from them you know and even if they had a good life it didn't matter that just a rebellious kind of just like question everything and that shit was wild <laughs> i mean i d- did you have a black umbrella you walked around with or anything or basically no? i mean I, there are like <laughs> photos of oh there are some like haunting images of me from that time <laughs> on the interweb uh, okay yeah that are uh, that are like somewhere deep on the interweb that Damn. of me just like taking such emo pictures i would like draw on my hand i remember I would always draw on my hand with a Sharpie, which is like not good for you. Um, <laughs> in school, I would never pay attention and just draw on my hands. And like I band logos and stuff. Or? Yeah, like literally. Yes. MC, MCR. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> the like the, the spider on their Danger Days album, wow. like that stuff, like that. But you should get that tatted something. Anyway, go ahead. That would honestly, I would. That's your youth. <laughs> that's, that's your youth. I really would. It okay. was like such a thing, but. 
there are like pictures of me where I like drew a skeleton hand all over my hand in Sharpie and I'm like covering half of, I'm covering my mouth or something like crying. Like, Was it on your hand? Like Yeah, like so dramatic. Super emo goth. So yeah. emo. Like, <laughs> oh my God, please help. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was Did, did you get emotional listening to those bands too? Like now or then? No, or then. Then, oh my God, I literally just <laughs> sobbed to my chemical romance every day. But I bet now it probably strikes a nerve still in your adult life. Oh, I like, I mean, there are some songs back. I can listen to, but honestly, like I cannot listen to a lot of my chemical romance because I will just start crying. Like it, it, wow. it means so much to me. It, there, oh, there's this, oh, I can't even <laughs> talk about did it. Did you go see him at the forum last year? The year yes, before? I did. It was magical. Okay. It so was, I was there. So you were, so Frankie, thank you, Frankie. He, he got me tickets um, to bring my son. Somehow my son couldn't go, but Max was like, yo, my best friends love my cam. And so he told them I got them tickets. And when I gave them tickets, they both fell on, they grabbed the tickets and they fell on the ground, like almost crying, hugging me. And me and Max drove them to that show and I dropped them off. And they wow. went, they had a magical time. They were posting about it. That's, I was just so happy I could make that happen. That was like their dream. It, I mean, it was a huge, it was for them to come back and do a show and i never it. oh my god they killed it so i saw hard. footage of they killed it i never thought that would happen again like i i was so i was so sad that i would never get to see but my it's gonna still again. happen because it was gonna supposed to happen again this year and it got moved again you know what i mean festivals oh my god, and stuff i really want to try to get and see them again we'll, we'll make it happen i'm definitely gonna see him this next time around for sure oh, and i was so i told frank i couldn't make it but i got his, um my son's two friends and he was so freaking awesome they did tickets they had passes mm. they were freaking out man that's so um, fun but yeah i went there but i just didn't see him but yeah that's that's a great comeback too because they're a great band amazing songwriters and artists and oh my god they're so jersey good. born um oh. yes yeah, so you seem like you have the pma positive mental attitude you seem like you have that thank yeah. you i it's so crazy because my like after we spoke on my podcast yeah and i was telling my boyfriend about it he like he's so he's so he's into all that. of that and it, he's mm -hmm. really like into you know manifesting your own future and really like taking charge of yeah and um you know putting that positivity out there yeah, and out in the world yeah and it was just it's just something he he really believes in too he resonates and with yeah i believe in it too 100 percent um, yeah and you're doing like with the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve exactly yes yeah. uh -huh. yes yes it's so i i'm and you've been like that because you're so focused on like not just leaving the nest of your of growing where you're growing and having your dad and helping you all this stuff but just being on your own in a sense and doing in like earning your stuff your own way even if your dad helps you that's amazing but it doesn't mean you're not talented and you don't bust your ass right. and, you know what i mean like and you, you. and you already proved that Thank it's already you. out there so people can see that you know so like i feel like you have nothing to prove now i just feel like you're probably even more hungry to do more oh 100 because now you're writing too which is sick thank you yeah. i mean it's that's also like uh, i feel like acting is already because most people know my dad as a filmmaker before an yeah. actor um bef even though he acts in his stuff but the, the, i don't know if people like think of my dad as an actor first mm -hmm. um so but uh, acting already was like so fucking hard to prove myself to people but yeah 
writing is something I'm very scared to share with people because I just, I don't want to. That's what he does. Yeah. I'm for sure going to get compared obviously, but like (laughs) I, I have been really scared for this moment for my whole life because I've been writing my whole life. Have you shown him stuff to like check it out and shown him? Yeah, Yeah, I have. Yeah, he gives you advice and stuff. Yeah. And this thing that we're working on together just came, it's like the most magical pairing ever i it came out of truly thin air and um it's something that we're both just so excited about it has a like totally about music um and i just like cannot wait to share what it is is this something that's got to be shopped and then picked up or something that's coming out it has um we have been employed by a certain streaming service to write it at the moment awesome Fingers crossed. That's I, exciting. I just want to talk about. I like. I just know, want to talk about it so bad. But I'll have I you back on to talk about it. Yeah, um, it's cool. <laughs> music, music based. Super music based. Cool. Um, and it's just, it's a dream. It's so. And cool. it was both your ideas together. Um, it is. Yes, it is both of our ideas together, but it is also based on an existing property. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna try to figure that out in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try, um, try to figure it out if you can. But. <laughs> um. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any daily rituals? Oh, do I? Uh, yeah, I. I working out has become super important to me. It's awesome. Um, really, just gives me peace of mind. Yep. Really starts my day off. I always like to exercise. Like first thing I do. Give you mind too. Yeah. Yeah, it gives me such peace of mind. Makes me really happy and. It's something I've I've struggled with for a long time because I have um I I have this hormone disorder called PCOS which makes me makes my weight fluctuate a ton. I've seen you post about it and I thought it was really brave and amazing you did that. I remember that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I remember that. It's so it's important for me to work out for that, but yep. it's also for you and your mind and everything. Yeah. yeah, it really is is has become such an important part of my life, which is really weird because like years ago I care less. I, I absolutely hated it. <laughs> like more than anything, I hated working out. Yeah. But now I just I can't live every day. It. Yeah, I just like I mean I sometimes I take off. I usually exercise like five to six days a week. It's but awesome. I and then I take off like one or two days when I feel when I feel like I need it and just try yeah. to you know read my body and where I'm at and stuff yeah. but what kind of what kind of training is it is it something you do you watch a video or do you go outside or what is it I I've been seeing a trainer oh, lately sick. which has better. been just absolutely so cool for it's me a game changer so I was doing a bunch of stuff like during quarantine I was trying to do this stuff all by myself yeah. and then when I went to the trainer I realized I was doing everything wrong <laughs> and you tried though I, I really was trying yeah. um, but I was like trying to do deadlifts by myself Damn. with a complete like wrong form and okay. then I came I it's called rise movement and I heard of this uh, I fucking am obsessed I heard people <laughs> talk about rise movement actually recently I okay. love I could not say enough good things about rise movement okay and I just love it so much. So it's um, changed your, your life completely. It really has, yeah. It's cool. I just, I love it so much. I do that. And then um, the other half of the time, I go to a bar class, like a ballet okay. bar class situation. Ballet. Not dance, no. Okay. Like not, I just say <laughs> ballet because there's a ballet bar, but dancing is my worst fear. So it has nothing dance. to do with that. No, I will not dance. Okay. Do you have to do burpees in your workout? I cannot do I fucking hate I, I, burpees. I, I despise burpees I can't I also can't run I like 
I, I'm sure you can, but he just. I don't, don't know. I, okay, I can. I hate running too, but once you but start it's so going, hard. it is hard. But once you start going, you get past like the 15 minutes. I haven't ran in a minute, but I was running last year. And you just get in that mode, put some music on, zone out. But the, just the start of it, I hate it too, man. I dread it. It's so, it's so bad. <laughs> I, for some reason, every time, and I'd like love to know if there's an answer to this, but like <laughs> every time I run, my jaw hurts so wow. bad. There's like a really weird pressure in my jaw that happens every time. In, in, and when I hike, I would love to know if there's an answer. That is um, really, I don't think doctors are listening. Uh, yeah. I, I never heard <laughs> that before. That's interesting. Me. It's super weird. If, if uh, anybody has an answer, please. How about like Soul Cycle? You done that? I have done that. I was really into Soul Cycle at too. one point in time. Me too. Really, really into it. And then I got kind of scared of the the closed door mm. situation during COVID. Totally. Uh, like everybody's sweating. And then they did it outside though. Yeah. I, I didn't go. Out. I just th- I thought that was, I didn't do that either. I never, I didn't go to the outside one either. But I went to one recently. I've been a while. My friend left Soul Cycle and started a new thing. And it's like super, maybe like six people. And I went last weekend. And it felt, I was so sore, but it felt really good because I, I, I hate it and love it as well. Mm. I like the music, I like the energy, the vibe. And then once you get going, it's just like you're in your zone and right. it's such a great full body workout for sure. I love it. It's just, oh, I, I know. I love working out. But then out. they made Peloton bikes you could have at your house. So it's like. Yes, I had. Do you have one? Yes. During quarantine, wow. that was like. Lifesaver. Yeah, I actually, um, my, the PCOS uh, made me, it was. It was in a bit of a odd situation because I had filmed the pilot for Cruel Summer in yeah. November of 2019. And then after that, I gained like 25 pounds. Okay. And I had to go back and like shoot this show. During the COVID. Wh- which was supposed to be, you know, match the pilot, but I didn't look the same. Wow. So it was like... we were supposed to start shooting i think in march of 2020 which did not happen um and then it it was to we started in october of 2020 but in those months i was just trying to get back to look like i did to match wow the continuity of the show yeah um so i and i did that i i worked my fucking ass off on the peloton and i i owe like that the peloton that completely the that really also changed my life for a long time yeah it's no joke right it's awesome yeah oh my god i i like i i kind of need to be in like a class environment now or like see other people but you have on the screen at that point right yeah okay yeah like i i i wish i could i i mean i still love it but i kind of need the class environment now but at the time it was like really just what i needed it was so so cool it was really, I felt so like lucky to have that during, during, uh, quarantine because I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. Did not. you feel pressured to lose the weight f- to go back for that? Was it a weird yeah. stress for you? It was, it was, it was really stressful. I mean, it yeah. wasn't something that anybody had like spoken to me about, but I, I knew like I yeah. did not look the same as I did in like, as I did in the pilot. And, yeah. um, I just, I, it was a, I, I was presented with this extra time and I mm-hmm. was like, I'm really focused and did it going to focus in on this. And that's, and I, you did it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was, that was like a, um, a really kind of weird situation because nobody said anything, but I was just kind of like, I don't look the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you were tripping on it more. I was, yeah, it was okay. more of a trip for me cause I didn't want, 
I was, I guess, nervous somebody would say something to me. So it was more of just me. It was more just my anxiety okay. being like, oh my God, what if if somebody says something to me about my weight? Like I'd fucking so they didn't die. Say, did, so they didn't say go lose weight? No, no, Oh yeah, no, no. I thought to you, man, I'm like, that's fucked up. No, I would die if, okay. if that happened. But I guess I my anxiety just made me really nervous that mm -hmm. that would happen. So yeah. I kind of wanted to prevent that from happening. And doesn't exercise help your anxiety? It does so much. Okay, absolutely, I was say that, yeah. so much. I mean, I. It's so key. It's so key. I also really got to take care of my mental health and stuff too, as my physical health. And I see you talking about that too publicly too. It was awesome, man. Thank you. Especially now, especially during the pandemic, everything people are going through, it's just been so. Oh yeah. It's crazy, man. No, I'm super open and honest about my mental health. Like I, I, I struggle with anxiety and depression, and have been on an um, antidepressant for like four years now or something oh really yeah okay. and i'm super I'm, I'm always open to talking about it it's like i think it's important to to normalize and of course it, pretty much everybody in Goes my life it. like is has struggles with mental health at one point or another of course, we're so humans, yeah absolutely so i just think it's better to just be open about it and everything so we take antidepressants and i'm sure diet and working all this stuff it helps balance all that yeah it, it really but honestly like it's so crazy how much the working out has like become a key component of keeping me together like give me level too yeah it, when i don't i feel i feel down like I, it's, if you miss a day or just something like you didn't do yeah yeah like if i if i'm busy and there's stuff going on and i can't for multiple days it like i start getting weird but mm. i like so it's like you're addicted to it in a sense yeah I, which is a I great healthy it. addiction i think yeah i i just love it i love how you feel everything i really just mostly more than anything just like want to be strong and mm. and build muscle and stuff i just want to be able to like this is so silly but like <laughs> my goal right now because i can't and have never been able to do one that i've been working with the trainer for for <laughs> a long time it's just to simply do a push-up on the floor Sick. and like it's awesome i would love when that day comes <laughs> like i will be so excited when i can do a push-up you set on the goals floor. for yourself yeah 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 like just a regular push-up right just a regular yeah. push-up i just have never had the upper body strength to okay. do an, a, an actual push-up but mm -hmm. like i'm 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 really close now I'm, so i'm sure you are that's awesome it's um just stuff like that that just makes me goals. feel yeah like i'd love i would die to do a pull-up one day that would be so awesome yeah, <laughs> pull-ups are hard man the pull-ups are pull-ups yeah. are really fucking hard but that burpees are hard they're harder i think burpees just can get out and never do, come do the word. i know i can't I'm, I'm sure they're the best thing for you but i just i can't it's just so hard no man. they're absolutely bad i've tried so many times i hate doing crunches and all that stuff too i know that's good i used to do that but i'm saying like but burpees are just like i don't mind crunches crunches i i can totally i can totally deal with but when yeah the, the when it's like that jumping in the air stuff nah <laughs> I, I can't do that no it's the yeah it's really bad um what about some inspirations do you have any inspirational inspirational artists besides my cam oh yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> absolutely um in just in life or in yeah in life music? yeah things that inspire your life things that inspire my life um but maybe one artist or a musician or a book or an author or yeah actor or director i um well my biggest inspiration with people think is odd is courtney love like yeah I, you mentioned that yeah yeah yeah. i love her she inspires me so much i like everything from her sound her style the impact she's made and i also really 
uh, I really feel a connection to her because she has really been lumped in to people don't really realize her own individual talents and mm. really constantly just see her as an extension of Kurt or, yeah. you know, make claims all the time that she steals, she, she stole Kurt's lyrics and mm-hmm. music and won't, people don't want to recognize her for the work that she's actually done. And, and that's very the same as you and your pops. It's crazy uh, when, you, when you say that out loud. It's the same. I mean, I, I totally, <laughs> it's, I, the same. it's like, my dream to make uh, like her biopic. It does. It, wow. That's my, my biggest dream in life. Um, that could totally happen. I, I mean, I'm putting on the atmosphere right now. I've been talking about this for a long ass time. And I, I mean, I I don't know, but because I just feel like I do have a deep understanding of maybe how she feels. Okay. Um, you'd be the one to do it then. I I think, I think you can make that conversation happen so easy. I don't think you realize how like close you are to somebody like that. And maybe one person just to even have a combo about it. I think that's totally doable. It's so strange, but it's such a small world, my friend. It's such at, at the at the <laughs> My Chem concert, uh, f- her daughter Frances oh, Bean wow, was there. Okay, came up to me and was like, "You're Harley, right?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I, I I was like, "Yes." Holy shit! But then afterwards, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I that. The, I, I see there you go i couldn't believe that's crazy. and francis bean is also so 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 cool and wow. so talented and i just i think it totally could happen man i'm definitely putting it out there i'm rooting for you thank you thank i mean you the so fact much. that even uh-huh. your daughter knows you and came up to you that's amazing i mean maybe she knows about me because i'm like constantly talking about her mom like a <laughs> creep she could just be like who's this stalker she's my mom this fucking creepo <laughs> who like constantly who won't shut up about my mom but yeah all right so courtney's your top top yeah, she is my top top. She's like my. I try to emulate her style. Mm. Um, I try to. I love like there is truly nothing feeds my soul like her screaming. <laughs> in, her screaming in her songs. Yeah, I. I mean, honestly, yeah. Is there um, a biopic on her? There's is there not. A di- it's not, man. There's not. No. There's and, only ones trying to trying to talk down to her through other documentaries, right? There's nothing on her, her voice or her story. There isn't. You're right. There's not. No. It's uh, always like on the Nirvana, Kurt Cobain side of the story. Yeah. You're right. I mean, there's like documentaries and stuff, but in unauthorized biographies. Unauthorized, yeah. And, but she's never, there's no uh, like retelling of her life, like mm. a biopic. And quite honestly, her life way before Kurt yeah. was in the picture, which also just, I mean, no disrespect to Kurt. Obviously, he's yeah. uh, it's a fucking legend, but yeah. That doesn't mean that Courtney isn't as well, but I agree. Um, she had an insane life prior to any of that. So, like her her growing up was rough, and I don't think people really know know that what she's really gone through. Was she from Seattle? She is from Olympia, I believe. Olympia. Yeah. Um, and but she bounced around like a shit ton, and she went through some pretty terrible shit like she was i read some things for sure yeah Yeah. so i just really feel like people should know her story instead of just seeing her as an extension of somebody else because i obviously feel that (laughs) and give her her flowers while she's alive yeah exactly Mm -hmm. like she her sound is so goddamn (laughs) like unique and 
obviously like i think everybody can agree that live through this is like there is yeah it's it's most loved album and it's just and also that had such a huge impact so many people so many people so it's just like not it's not cool to me that people don't recognize her for her own talent well you definitely do and i think that you definitely could do that i feel like thank you the 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 journey you're on right now and your mission and writing and you just everything you're involved in i don't know Thank you. I, I think it's not that far from you. My dream, my also dream is to put her in this thing that we're writing. Woo! So, okay. Because she's also a fucking fantastic actor. Yeah. So I. What movie was that? Uh, the was People it? versus Larry Flynn. Is that what Edward Norton? Because she was dating him too after that or before that. Oh, fuck. Did I you know that? Edward Norton and her? Yeah, I did know was that. It, was it around that movie, I think, maybe? I'm not sure. Which movie was he? I can't, was together I can't remember his face right now. What he's he in American like. History X. He's in tons of movies. Fight Club. No, yeah, I know. He's like a huge... Super handsome. I just can't even picture his face Edward right now. Edward Norton. He hasn't done something in a minute, but he's... No, he's so... T- I, I, I definitely But I think that's where they know met, maybe, work. if I'm correct. That would make That'd sense. That'd be in the doc, for sure. Yeah, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if that yeah what movie that was, but she's a fucking great actor. She is. Um, so you work at so appreciate you coming. This has been fucking awesome. Um, Thank you for having me. Of course, we've been talking about this for a while, so I appreciate you. Um, yeah, you're working on this music pro music thing with your, with your pops, mm-hmm. and then there's possibly a cool summer part two. We're not sure if you're in it or not, but. It, if you're not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna boycott. I'm gonna petition. <laughs> we're gonna fucking, we're gonna go wherever the studio it is. Hey, well, because you, because you, you held your own on that and you stood out. And I, I, I don't know. I was, just, I was, just, I was proud. No, no, you know, know me that well, but like I know her. It's the homie. Like seeing, I was like, oh shit. Thank it's you. It's really cool, and I, I think you're on to really great things, and uh, you have the passion too for it. Um, that means a lot. Thank I'm trying. You. Let me double check my notes. What you have here for you? We pretty yeah. much covered your life, girl. <laughs> and, and, and you like, and you like, you have such a crazy life ahead of you you know what i mean you're only <laughs> yeah. what are you how are you 22 i'm 22 yeah it's crazy man there's a lot more you've to done do. a lot in your life though thank you I, there's a lot more to do i know mm. i know and, and you're and you're focused on it too that's what i love your your passion is there another thing i want to say too because there are some not not saying there, there are some kids who may have grown up like you who's their parents were involved in the industry or movies or music and they kind of just kind of hanging for the ride and maybe don't have to do much and maybe they're set and maybe they don't really just want to hustle and go out and be themselves and it's awesome that you're the totally opposite you're you're just you grew up that you grew up with your dad being all involved in this world and you've freaking inspired your family to go vegan that's you as as a as a teenager and then also music and everything you're involved in like you're, you're on your own journey and it's, and, and there's, there's nothing to be ashamed about that your pops is helping you i help my son as much as i can he's playing drums in my band he doesn't have to you know he wants to he has opportunity to and like That's he was so raised cool. on music and you were raised around this kind of art yeah and it's in your blood and it's like you can't deny it and you're and you're great at it and, and you can't fuck what people think about you you have nothing to prove to anybody your fucking dad and your mom are proud of you and your grandparents and that's all that matters in real life you know what i mean and i know it's hard sometimes because i've talked to you about it and seen about just like with social media and just all this fake world shit on the internet like you're really living your life off the internet and doing good stuff and it's hard to get sometimes you see things online and different things and by fucking strangers saying shit and that shit doesn't matter i feel like you're in such a good headspace you know what i mean 
thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Of course. And, you know, I try, I really try to, you know, keep, keep the positive mindset yeah. and like try to stay off the internet. I've have it. I've, I've been noticing that about you too. Not so much in there. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, ch- I've been staying off more like shopping for furniture <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's less a, it, Instagram. Yeah. But, but it's like, it's a positive tool to promote positive things. It is. And you're doing yeah. this. I'm working on this and I just did this and this is my fam. This is my man. This is yeah. some animal rights up. That shit's great. But there's like, it is a lot of dark. I was I did this post and I took it down. I was just writing about like being in a band for 26 years and nobody's ever said nothing to my face. Mm. Everything on the internet is bullshit and they're a bunch of bullies, cowards, bitter people and they never said anything to my face in 26 years. All the reviews, all the message boards and I'm still here and people like that, I fuel off that and it makes my band want to be here longer. It makes you want to write songs about people like that and yeah. inspires me more in a positive way. You know what I mean? 100%. You, you can flip that negativity so easy. It's absolutely. I mean, you can for sure use it as fuel. And yeah. I think I have, I mean, I think because I just have received so, I mean, like pretty much every day, just I've received for the past however many years, so many, so many just uh, rude. Really? Um, oh my God. Like the most hate. Like of, evil DMs? Oh my God. Evil DMs, evil comments. I delete so much shit. Um, cause I just don't blocking people feel great. Oh my God. I cannot, (laughs) if I, if there was a, I wonder if there's a way to see like how many people I've blocked because I've blocked thousands of people. Like (laughs) it's so therapeutic. Just like the people. Oh my God. I love it. It's so there's like, there's a new feature on Instagram too. I think where it's like block this person and other, any other accounts. I did that recently. I'm always like, that's sick because so many times i'll block someone they'll literally make a new account to come back and say something to me so that's what that does they can't come back on a new account and get you again it's really i appreciate that instagram yeah wow i do really appreciate that wow um yeah it's crazy um that was happening all the time people would literally just make a new account in like two seconds and come back and say more shit and i was like okay um, do you answer your dms or look at your dms not really not i i can't <laughs> i yeah, just can can't you, can you shut that off so people can't dm me there's gotta be a way there's probably a way yeah, yeah. it's honestly mostly just in like comments stuff it's, oh my god if my dad posts like photos of me too the shit that people say and like the the comments on but his but they don't photos even know you that's too. the thing they think it's they fucking crazy. know you crazy but they don't know shit it's crazy my dad posted about me about me uh getting a house about me buying a house and uh congrats on that thank you uh he there's there were so many people being like it is just so shitty because i used to be so fucking obsessive and look through every comment on the fo- on Jeez. photos because i was fucking so drink. that doesn't help your anxiety either oh my god no i oh god no <laughs> it, it, I, I can't i can't i can't do it anymore and i shouldn't have done it in the first place but now like if like i saw stuff pop up in my like um my notifications i guess when i went on instagram i just saw people being like even lumping my fucking boyfriend into it too, being oh, like, you God. and your boyfriend would be absolutely nothing without your dad. Oh, and it, God, just people dude. saying like that, people saying stuff like that to me all the time. But I just try to use it to, you know, keep pushing. I hate that. Isn't it crazy you have like a thousand positive comments and there's one negative one oh and yeah you get that shit either you all fucking day like who is this private account who cares oh it, it bothers me so I, I mean it really gets to me i really try to not let it get to me but it for sure it for sure gets to me yeah and then if you respond sometimes you respond like oh i was just kidding oh thanks for writing back oh i love your band or or they're like if you respond they'll try to screenshot just 
They just want the attention. You give them the attention. They fuck it. They won. Absolutely. That's how they win. Yeah. And it's so much energy and time to even look at that shit. Like all the time you spent looking at or reading it. Yeah. And the reality doesn't mean anything because these people will never come up to your face and never say anything they say on the internet to your face. They'll never do it, man. It will never happen. It's absolutely so they'll, true. They'll be asking for a photo before they say, you suck or something like that. You know what I mean? I just thought of one more thing that I tell regret. Me. <laughs> I just thought of, of it right now. Is it somebody's news in the classroom? Go ahead. It, I, it's it's, it's <laughs> like as bad. Well, no, maybe it's not as bad as the Spanish room incident. But it's here, girl. I, I, when I was emo, I was really, really just such a pompous asshole about music. Mm. And like I lost my best friend at the time because I was such a absolute pompous asshole and like was a like snob about music or? yes and was like oh you haven't listened to nevermind you don't know anything wow. like i i was poser i was so i was such an asshole about it i'm because now i'm just like what other regrets do i have and mm. but that is something i think about a lot is that i was really i was really pompous about like my music. About your music like you I, have to listen to it so you don't know shit yeah i was people that didn't listen to mine kind of were dead to me so <laughs> That was like really, that was, yeah, just. Did you, yeah, when you were emo, you, did you have emo friends you hung out with them? I had like one. Okay. Like si simply one. That's all we need. Very friend. good. Yeah. It, when we tried to make some bands work, but it didn't work. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, this is like the most chemical romance loved podcast so far. Oh my god! I know god. Frankie listens too. He's gonna be listening to this, and I'm gonna tell him about it tonight. I I met him <laughs> at Bamboozle. Uh, Sweethearts, man. Picture of me and him at Bamboozle was like. Uh, Did you ever, ever meet Gerard? Yeah, I've met. I okay. Gerard. I mean, Gerard. Gerard has been in my fucking room and seen the picture of him above oh, my bed. Oh, shit, I know that. Okay, okay. Him and my dad are, are like pals now. He uh, signed. I had Mikey Way's custom bass. Oh my god! Okay, um, I met them. Okay, and uh, I he signed. He signed my Mikey Way. So Gerard bass. came to your house. Was you we freaking out? Uh yeah. Yeah. How so old were you when that happened? Um. How old was I? Um, I mean, I don't know, but he's been to, he's now like been over multiple times. So now it's like nothing. I was just Gerard, what's up? I mean, I'm still like, uh, <laughs> hi, but um, yeah. That's I'm, so cool. I, That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's weird. But it's nice to meet people that you look up to and they're cool. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But there are just some like really um like uh, cringe photos of me with like meeting everybody in my chem at bamboozle wow. and like there's a picture of me and frank and i'm just like so i'm just so excited <laughs> i just i just love how much you love them how much they inspired you and you still still love them you know what i mean I and you got to meet them and they're them. cool it's I cool love them <laughs> and i love you misfits shirt man thank you so much those <laughs> the homie who, who, who appreciate that oh yeah um absolutely well thanks for being here we covered your life i'm excited to see where you go next and maybe when uh, the project comes out that we can't talk about. We can come back and talk about on here. Yeah, 100%. We'll have Courtney on here with you too. I would die. <laughs> <laughs> I would die. <laughs> but I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Thank you. If it, people can find you on the gram, which you're really not on that much. Yes. <laughs> and then they can look you up and see what you're up to and shit like that. I guess you have a website or anything or anything? No. Instagram is my only social media. And then the podcast might be coming back? The podcast, uh, TBD. Okay. I hope it comes <laughs> back. It's just one of those things like, am I, is this the moment? It has to be the right moment. Okay. But that's vegan abattoir. But you love doing it. You love doing it. I d yeah, I do. I hate editing it. I okay. had to. I was oh, the editor, yourself. and I hated. That's right. You told me that. That's why I stopped. That's yeah. A, fuck that. You have no time for that. I I it was I I was spending like five and uh, like five to eight hours. Your dad editing. doesn't have an extra editor around. 
literally no <laughs> it was just me man we're gonna get you an editor i know i know you had to do that that's why i stopped because i was like oh that's I'm super diy i can't do this no more i can't yeah, edit you can't do that. you're too busy uh, it was too it was so it was it, yeah that, that means was, listen to it again go through it all that that was the worst part just hearing my voice over and over mm. i was like i can't do this i can't, <laughs> I can't listen to my show either after i'm done i can't listen to it i can't hear me talk that's too bad well i hope that comes back and um, still, see, and then hopefully be some. Uh, the tenth might have a record. Who knows? You're taking four years off. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what goes I on. Got a drum, <laughs> I got a drummer for you though, if you need one. Oh my gosh, thank you. I mean, I'm so glad to know now. Yeah. <laughs> it okay, w- awesome. Would have been useful <laughs> <laughs> at the time. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right, well, awesome. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, yo, yo, Liquid Death. Thank you so much for hydrating all my guests, taking care of me and my family and my friends. Love your water, love your brand, love what you stand for, love what you give back to the community. If you want to learn more about Liquid Death and how it started, listen to episode 115 with the co-founder, owner, and creator of Liquid Death, Mike Cesario. Just a punk rock skateboarding kid from Delaware with a dream. It's an incredible story, incredible journey. They have now blessed me with my own code. So if you go liquiddeath.com slash Toby, you get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. Death to plastic, murder your thirst, stay hydrated. You know H2O saves lives.